Yo, 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 what up? And welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report podcast. Your weekly deep dive into the review report. This is your Joker report. <laughs> your favorite minorities are reporting for duty. I'm Raul Nevado. He's Kobe something. She's my wife. He's not my wife. And across <laughs> across the Google Hangouts universe, he's Professor Horror, aka Ryan Terry, aka RL Terry, aka RL Terry Realview at RL Terry Review One on Twitter. How's everybody doing? You sound like an intern. <laughs> <laughs> This, it's like yeah, a lost person. I, you it's know what? so Listen, great. I really not, loved this it. Is not, this is not the Lily Show. Fuck. <laughs> All right. You that's make just, him sound stupid. That's just, that's just proven that you know what? Colby don't know. Listen. Colby don't know. Oh, hashtag Colby don't know. Listen. Colby only does Colby. <laughs> Listen. I got to workshop it. I didn't practice my not Raul voice. All I know is that you have like this this unique syncopation to like the emphasis on your words. So it it takes. Uh, it'll be better next time. Yeah. yeah, sorry guys. My throat is killing me this week. So I let Colby take the reins because I'm trying not to talk. And we're regretting it. And, I'm, I, and it feels like the wrong choice. For, for what I believe that this episode is going to be, I am so happy. Are you? We do. I do. Well, Ryan, welcome yes. to the Minorities Report, <laughs> my man. Are you regretting this at all? I, I am. Uh, I just got back from. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, early screening of Gemini Man. I saw that. And, I saw that uh, tweet. Did you yeah. like it? It's not uh, good. No bueno. We're here to talk about <laughs> Joker. Uh, just come on, you, lot, got, you got the embargo's lifted. You can see thirty seconds okay. non-spoiler for Gemini Man. Uh, the the long and short of it is, I would not advise that anybody spend their time going to watch the movie. In fact, I describe it as a uh, plays out as a lackluster action thriller without the thrill. The paint by numbers main action plot isn't helped by the subplots to nowhere and clunky pedantic dialogue. These are your signs to skip this snooze fest. Wow. Man, that's so unfortunate. So, so, so you like. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I like it a bit, a bit, about as well as uh, sandpaper dildos. Is it, here's, here's the only thing oh, <laughs> my gosh. Brian, you know, we have this thing on it that it says our podcast is explicit, but you take it to a level Another to where one. I'm like, are we even allowed to have this? You know what? No, it's, it's, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I have to ask you a question. Is it better or worse than After Earth? Ooh. Oh. Please tell us it's better. Oh, this is like over under. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Okay, it, it's a. You can stomach it a bit more easily than After Earth. Wow. Where wow. have we come? <laughs> I'm still excited. I'm still excited, but not really. I, <laughs> I feel I think the same that... way. I'm like Will Smith, please. Yeah, please. I think it's some budget. No. Gemini Man is just some, um, you know, CGI technician's wet dream. 
I mean that that's all that 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 that's all this is. I I, I can see this. I said this like from, I've been saying the, first, from the get go. From yeah. the first trailer, yeah. I said this like it's just like all about the gimmicks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's yeah. Don't 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 bother going. Don't even stream it. We have to watch not, everything. It's, and it's it's exactly yeah. how we feel about the movie we're talking about oh, today. You better shut up. <laughs> right, that's okay, that's that's okay. Ground rules, everybody. First up on the report, and only thing on the report is of course Joker, the Todd Phillips directed Joaquin Felix Phoenix performed Felix. film that is the it's capturing the cultural um hailstrom that's going through right now so we're going to start off with non-spoiler thoughts around the horn from everybody and then we'll get into some really really meaty conversation we'll touch on a little bit of everything uh with this film um you know Favorite Joker performances, favorite Joaquin Phoenix performances. We'll definitely be touching on the commentary and the outside noise to the movie. Um, as a gentleman, I would love ladies first on this. Um, Drizzy Dre, non-spoiler thoughts on Joker. Very well done. Great acting. I can't say anything negative really about any technical as aspects. I think it was great storytelling. However, it needed more relief. Okay. Um, it needed either comic relief or just joy relief. Um, it was a movie that felt like it dragged on, not in the normal way of like, oh my gosh, this movie's so long, when's it going to end? More like you need to exhale. Like I felt like I wasn't able to just like take a break. So it felt longer than it needed to be. However, it was beautiful. Um, but it did... I've never had a movie make me question whether or not it should be made. Mm. Um, I think the director's ideas were great on what he was trying to portray. However, I don't think they played out in the way that they should have. And I feel like people walk away with way more negative ideas than empathy towards people with mental health issues. Gotcha. Hmm. I like that. And, and and you gotta figure me guys, um, what I what I should have done was uh, make sure to give context to of course the part of the film. I just figured everybody in the world knows who Joker is. He is the clown prince of crime, the principal arch villain to Bruce Wayne's Batman. Been around for decades, but in this particular story, this is set in Gotham City, a mentally troubled comedian named Arthur Fleck embarks on a downward spiral of social revolution and bloody crime. This path brings him face to face with, uh, with his infamous alter ego, the Joker. Um, Des, I gotta be honest with you, that was absolutely beautiful. I, I get all of those words, and I'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to... Our guest, Professor Horror, Mr. Terry, your non-spoiler <laughs> thoughts on Joker. Uh, yeah, I, I I echo a lot of what Desiree said. Uh, we uh, I, I chatted briefly about it. Uh, I guess it was Thursday night after I watched it. And, uh, you know, my, my initial thoughts when I first finished the movie were, wow, this is phenomenal. It's thought-provoking. Everything works. And, uh, you know, my opinion slightly changed the more I thought about it when I was writing my review. However, what did not change was the fact that I feel that it is truly phenomenal with a tour de force lead performance. And it does have relevant social commentary for today's audiences. So all of my initial thoughts, you know, I still hold, you know, presently 
where I um, where my opinion shifted though between initial response to having just finished the movie and when I sat down to write my review was the actual story. And it's not a bad screenplay. That's not what I'm saying. I it's 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 a solid screenplay from a mechanic from a, you know mechanic you know perspective. I don't I don't like the story. I don't like the lack of likable characters. Uh, I like how we do you know we set up uh, the Batman character, which is uh, pretty much reminiscent of Batman '89, which being my favorite. Uh, my Burton, I'm a Burton verse fan, so the fact it was set up similarly to '89, I really appreciate. Um, my biggest problem with this film is just how extremely heavy it is. And to Desiree's point about um, never having any relief, I feel like I'm in this dismal state the entire time. And what's funny is I tell my own students, don't leave your audience in a, in, in despair the entire movie. You have to punctuate it with levity. And we don't have any levity in this movie, except for maybe one scene in which was supposed to be funny, but it, but it really wasn't. But I do want to make a point that there was, a, for a while there, there was a whole, like, petition about the violence and, and all this other crap. And I, I'm not going to put a percentage on it, but the amount of violence in the movie is just ounces compared to the rest of the movie. It's such a small part of it, and it's not glorified. And so I don't know why so many people, yeah, at I least last that. week, yeah. were, were fixated on it. But we do have an unapologetic character study of someone who's suffered egregious psychological and so, uh, uh, psychological trauma. And, you know, uh, so we can, we can look at it that way. And so it's, my views are really complex. I, there's a duality, in my opinion, much like there's a duality in the movie. I had somebody on Twitter call me out for being contradictory, and I quickly you know, corrected them. I'm not being contradictory. I do feel that it is phenomenal, but I also don't like the story. And it said there's a duality in me, just like there's a duality in the film. I got to be honest. Similar, so sensitive. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I'll... You know, I, I was on Twitter at heavy this entire week, and I saw one. I got a chance to read, you know, your full written mm -hmm. review um, um, on your website, um, and I, yeah, for that person who kind of interacted with you, and I, and I, I think I chimed in as well. Um, the one thing that you do that I think is brave is that you're not afraid of like really giving a little bit more context to your words. Um, like, could you use words like? powerful and and like the performance and like the likability you you have very you know you, your laments are justified in your perception of the film and you don't leave that out where it's vague and i feel like some people's perceptions of the film seem like it's missing something well you said that but then you rated it this and i i while there's some things that i may contend with your review that we'll kind of get into in a little bit um i would say that you do a great job at not misrepresenting um your uh, your take on the film Oh, thank you. Thank I you. I greatly I greatly appreciate that. Uh, uh, very very thoughtful words. Thank you. Shama, you yes, were sir. you were excited for the film. I think you said you were nervous for the film as well. What yes. what, what I'm really eager to hear. How did this hit you? I was so excited. Uh, I was so nervous because like uh, the critics and. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um, I was really excited for the movie. I was so nervous. Um, when the review started to, to come after the Venice Film Festival, I felt it would be more violent. I, I was so nervous that something will happen from the movie. 
but on the on the day of watching the movie like while I was watching the movie I have to admit this this movie is 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 a kind of a rare situation that I can call it a, a masterpiece upon a phenomenal performance I can I believe that that um, the weakest part of the movie is the story and uh, the screenplay I don't see it strong especially with lots of lines that don't have any depth especially with, with Francis Conroy's character uh, Penny Fleck like his mother and um, I feel like we needed more strong lines for this character more um, more depth in, in, in lots of points in the movie as you guys mentioned I feel that the story is missing something it's like a beginning missing an end or it's like um, it's like in in the middle of of something that 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 needs to be continued, but um, Joaquin's performance is really amazing. It 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 can take it took the movie to a different level. It, as I said, like it's it's it, it's a masterpiece. Uh, Todd Phillips, it, of course, it's his best directorial uh, project. Uh, I can say that the directing of this movie was strong. I cannot say it's phenomenal, but it was really good. Um, maybe because he wrote the screenplay, it took a little bit from the movie. Um, that was my main concern and flaw. Um, cinematography is really good. The score is really good. Um, but overall, it's like a one-man show from from Joaquin's performance. Um, the, the, as I agree with, with what Desiree said about uh, the relief. Like we, we needed to see something that will show us that this socially deteriorated community um, can be better, anything, anything else can happen. And we really relate to, to what's happening in this movie in our life now. We can see this happening in a way or another. Like it's not as what we see in the movie. And the sadness comes more from um, the reactions, not from the violence. We, we saw lots of other movies that has more violence and more more blood and more killing but the feelings like when, when a community lose, loses the, 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 the care, the kindness, the feeling um, when we don't raise the children to respect and behave and appreciate um, that's what we are leading our future to and that's what I saw in the movie and that's what I was nervous about and I saw it but it's really full of negative thoughts. After after the movie, I just like felt, I just like felt better for myself. Like sometimes when you look at your problems, and you will see, oh, nobody else has like what, what I'm suffering or what I'm surviving. What I'm surviving can kill you. No, like when you see somebody, that his whole entire mind, or his whole life is all about negative thoughts. That one one scene in the movie really conveyed this message and showed it in. In a, in a great performance and get got the whole message for from the movie for the movie from the my point of view that, that, that's great bro um I didn't think a lot of what everyone is saying so far and I think what we could all kind of agree is that this film is very challenging um I know for me this is one of the most curiously satisfying character driven comic book movies that I've ever watched. I say it's curious because if we think of like the elements at work and the themes in this film, I don't think anyone should be like, wow, this feels really good to watch this kind of movie. And I don't feel like I was feeling really good to watch this kind of movie. But as a storyteller, 
when I find art that hits me like a ton of bricks and I just get it and everything just worked for me. Like this is equally a terrifying transformation that Joaquin is going through as much as some of the best direction that I've seen all year from Todd Phillips. And to be honest with you, the commentary was exhausting leading up to the film. And I think that almost affected my anticipation and my expectations. Cause that's the part that was just really just like, come on. Like, you know, you, I think we're all right. The, I'm thinking that literally in the first scene, like a baby's going to be grinded up inside of like a blender, you know, like everybody's making it seem like this is the most vile movie that can ever be put on you know, put on screen, and it's not. I think this movie's very delicate. I think it's tender, and it's tender in its brutalness because it's in your face. This movie is unapologetic with its commentary. It's, it is a, it's a mirror that it's putting up as a reflection to today's society. Um, I think it's very blunt. It doesn't pull any punches. It laughs directly in your face, and it somehow manages to overcome all the vitriol and the outside noise that was leading up to the time that you watched the movie. Um, this film gives you an insight to a character that we've known for decades. Um, where some of y'all have like stated that the story wasn't that captivating. I can get that, but at the same time, ultimately, this is filling in a small gap in the mythos that we built up with Batman, you know, with the Joker... The Joker has been pretty much a mysterious character. This is just an interpretation of his origin. And the beautiful thing is, is that there's so much ambiguity that I loved it. And I loved what it does at the end of the film even more. I've watched this movie three times. I did not think that this movie would be as rewatchable as it was. The technical elements, objectively and like inarguably, are fantastic. It looks gorgeous. It sounds incredible. I swear, if I, I wish I can get her, her name right. But <laughs> it, it is a beautiful score. It's haunting. And the way that it is weaved in and out of the entire film, I found to be super effective. And it's undoubtedly this movie is going to give you everything that you're looking for. If you went in feeling skeptical about if this movie deserved to be made, this movie is going to give you reasons to completely confirm that thought. If you went in open-minded and say, I want this movie to win me over, it's going to give you even more reasons on why it wins you over. But nevertheless, it will change you. And I think this is going to be one of the most talked about movies, definitely for the rest of this year and for a long time afterwards. Hey, let me get that. So I, my non-spoilers, not to reiterate what, what so many of y'all have said, there's, there's one thing that made me, that I thought of afterwards and it was part of a conversation that I had with Ryan and with Desiree. And it, it, it made me wonder, because uh, I, I do think it is an excellently made film, but it did make me wonder, uh, are, there, are there any movies that I've seen that I've thought were excellent, but that I never felt I needed to watch again? Because that's how I felt about this movie. 12 Years um, a Slave. I think I, 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 what? 12 Years a Slave. Twelve Years a Slave is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I think for me, Les Mis was another. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the kind of movie that, like, there's just like I watched it and I'm just like, wow, incredible. That's how I felt about the Pursuit of Happiness. But wait, 
See, the pursuit of happiness, I can watch many Sorry, times. that's a heavy film for me. Oh. I don't want to detract, detract from... Yeah. Oh, so you mentioned it's a heavy film for you. I mis I misunderstood. Uh, I, I thought like you mean that you can like keep watching it and rewatch no, it. I can't watch it again. Oh. Um, so I, I think there are elements of it that I can rewatch again, like the Robert, like that, that the, the scene towards the end. Um, I, I I can watch again. There are certain again certain parts, but like as a whole, I just it, it's not a movie I really care to watch again. Um, and I think if I try to watch it again, it'd be it'd be tough to get through for me, because uh, anyway we'll get into it. Um, but I think. Here, I want to break into the spoiler section. Okay. So let's go ahead and give us a, 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 that. Those are our non-spoiler reviews, guys. Um, if you have not seen this film, uh, please stop it right here. We'll be here waiting. Go watch the movie. Um, enjoy it. Uh, think about it. Converse about it. And come back. Play us again. We'll be here to keep talking about it. <clears throat> and that's your warning. <laughs> so... And another thing I want to I want to talk about that you touched on is uh is you said that this is how did you put it that, that this is uh, the story of Joker that we've like we've never seen it or a part of Joker well, we've never seen. I mean, seen. the mythos of Joker is a mystery. There's been several you know iterations of his story. Like Ryan's favorite uh-huh. of the Burton verse is Jack Napier, <laughs> Jack Napier played by Jack Nicholson, and that story is starkly different. Than what we see played sure, sure, out but, here, but but you you said you said it a certain way. You said something along the lines of like the we this is this is uh this is like a this is like a, a small moment inside of the entire Batman story. But you said it's something we needed from the Joker. Anyway, regardless of my biggest issue with this movie is is the same reason I believe that that um. Heath Ledger's Joker is still the best Joker, and I would say uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker is a stronger Joker. And the biggest reason is because I don't believe that this is a Joker movie. I believe that this is a film about mental illness, about a person with extreme mental illness that is abandoned by society, abused by society, and how far he can go. And I think that Todd Phillips tricked the studio into making this movie... By saying, "Oh no, it's the Joker. It's a, it's a, it's a comic book movie," but like, this is not Joker. This is, like, when I think of Joker, I think of and and and, and, and it's not to say that the main characters cannot be unlikable. I think very great. There are a lot of great characters out there that are extremely unlikable, and I think it's perfectly okay for them to be unlikable. Uh, I don't think that that makes a bad movie. But the Joker is, is by anything we look at. And extremely charismatic, extremely like just like pr- like he just presents himself in a way that is just like wow, like he could really really capture like a, a room. cool factor. Yes, mm. he has a sense of like like charisma, like ability, like yes, he's a you, like you go oh this dude will kill me, but also I can't take my eyes off of him. I think, and you feel the complete opposite with this character. And you know what? You're absolutely and, right. Oh, I was just gonna. I was just gonna jump on uh, what Raúl said, and and I, I also feel that this was not a Joker movie, not in the conventional sense of who we've grown to know this character as, regardless of the uh, the unique origins for whatever generation you know of of comic books uh, it is. 
And and when I re and when I reviewed it, you know, I you know made made it a point to state that I did not think that this was a Joker movie. Uh, I I feel that uh, we it is much more of a a character study of mental illness. We have a character who who most likely suffers from schizophrenia, uh, perhaps some uh, narcissistic personality disorder, or even some dissociative identity disorder. Yes, so we have one, a yeah. we have a, a lot of um, a lot of mental uh, illness on display, and it's all. I mean, it's bad. It's you know, it's bad enough and debilitating enough when you only have, or even scary enough when you have just like one of those severely. But he has like a severe case. Uh, of all of them, so it's quite the uh, the debilitating and sinister trifecta of mental illnesses. Um, so I find him not to be the Joker because he's missing that showmanship. He's missing that uh, he's missing being an entertainer. And and I'm going to and I already know before somebody calls me out on it. I know that one of the origin stories is a failed comic, so don't even at me on that. I'm, I'm aware of <laughs> that, this. That is, that is, that is from... But it's not... Him, but yeah. the, the Joker that we have grown to appreciate over the decades is a showman, is cunning, is witty, is mm -hmm. smart, uh, loves to loves in, loves to entertain, and, it, and is successful at entertaining people, even when, it, even when it's sinister. So I find him to be um, Joaquin Phoenix's character... Uh, Arthur Fleck is an authentic, genuine, terrifying madman, and but I don't feel that he is a joker. We have a sociopath, a psychopath, a crazy serial killer with a sordid past, but we don't really have the joker. He's, uh, I don't want to say just a madman because I don't want to take anything away from him, but he is, the, he's, you know, he's missing that element uh, of, of joker who was an entertainer, but also had a penchant for murder and mayhem told through exemplary, if not sinister showmanship. And because at the end of the day, Joker is what? He is an entertainer. We love to watch him on screen. And, and Raul and I differ on who we think is the best Joker, and that's fine. I mean, we, I but like... That's the beautiful uh, thing about art. I think we, we can Ooh, agree we that... Disagree. But that's... Yeah. We can agree that yeah. this guy is not Joker. Well, okay, uh, okay. I, I, I'll say this <laughs> real quick, Shama. We can agree that he is not your joker and i think it's yes. okay to understand that with this character we all have different entry points into this mythos and you're right raul you're right ryan this is not your joker um your words specifically it's no surprise to my readers that i prefer the burton verse to the nolan verse when talking batman so my bat par is set by 89 and returns nicholson is the standard against which i measure up all other iterations of joker and suffices to say joaquin phoenix joker is not Joker. I would make an edit. Is not my Joker. And I mean, we we off. No, no, he's not Joker. No, no, no. You're what makes him Joker besides speci besides specifically the paint Joker in his face okay. and the green yeah. hair? What makes him Raul, Joker? What was Tony Montana before you saw him inside of Scarface? What was he before you saw him on screen? Who was he? How did he behave? Did he have the same flair? Um, what was Darth Vader before episodes one, two, and three? We all like what was Hannibal Lecter before we saw him in Silence of the Lambs. I think we have to understand that this was a bold I, attempt. You gotta understand the depth of his personality and why what led him to Correct. do this. This person was I not understand born your point of view. Joker. And I and I'm in between in between Raul and Ryan on our side so and, and Kane on the other side. I think me and Desiree like we are more, yeah, I can see it's not your Joker, but 
it's still uh, he lacks something that oh, will make him a the ca- the, ca- the charisma know? is actually, also, what you're it, used it, to it, is it, 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 well okay okay I I think Raul has a very fair question mm-hmm. and Raul simply asked um essentially and correct me if I'm wrong uh, what is it about this character that makes him Joker mm-hmm. and I think that is I, I think that's a very uh, uh, interesting yeah. question because I, I, I'm curious because I don't I don't feel that it, it's just not I, I feel that it's not that he's not my Joker I hope that came mm-hmm. out right I don't feel that he is Joker yet. at all yet he's not and Joker so, to the end of the movie he literally doesn't even, even accept the, the even moniker until the, 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 the end of the movie he's not Joker what do you mean okay uh, so if your if your thesis yeah, is because, he because. is Joker I mean then so, so, Support support that. What yes. evidence from the movie supports that he is Joker well, minus the face paint and the green okay. hair? Can I answer the question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of what makes Joker Joker? Joker is a man who understands people. And that is not something that... that so I do think that who we saw in this movie is Joker, but a very young one. Um, because he goes from somebody who is trying to fit into society who's not and is just constantly in the background just watching people and goes through a very heart-wrenching crash in his understanding and how the world works to getting a better grasp of how people are. Which if we actually compare him to uh, the Joker played by Heath Ledger and the shock that Heath Ledger has when the people on the boat don't push the button, like, because that's who Joker has learned people are, you know? I don't have to do anything. All I have to do as the Joker is sit back and watch the people tear themselves apart because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he learns through this movie, but I don't think he has consciously realized it by the end of the film, which is why he hasn't fallen into that full thing of who the Joker is, which is somebody who understands the evil of people. Sure, but here's, here's one huge thing you're missing that I believe the Joker has, and that is a level of genius. And also this, confidence. Are you born this, with genius, this, or this do you character? learn it? No, 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 no. There is, there, there is a, a certain amount of genius you are born with, and this guy does not have it. No. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't even yeah. understand... Uh, 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 the 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 Jimmy Fallon of the show, uh, Robert De Niro's uh-huh. character, he doesn't even understand what he's doing and why he does what he does, and the fact that he's an entertainer, a true entertainer, by the way, and and and, and like he's so petty about it. Where and and then his plan is so incredibly simple, and like whereas the Joker is a, is a mad genius. Yes, yeah. and yes. he comes up with incredibly no no no. Integrate you can't talk. Things. You can't tell me that what he did on that show is genius it is more like a child he had a very simple plan his plan was to end his life so and something changed it's too simple exactly correct but joker doesn't do enough critical thinking it's too emotional you're absolutely right i think what you guys i'm 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 curious to understand this stop saying i'm right when you disagree with me (laughs) no i mean the thing is you're not wrong Your, your interpretation is fine I'm going to challenge you and say this. Do we really believe that we are so bought in that it, it seems like what everybody's doing is trying to connect this Joker to either Jack's Joker or Heath's Joker? How, but he does. He does connect because in the Well, if he does, the last, then how he's not Joker? In the last 
But he's not fully there of yet. Course. In the last, stop talking. In the last scene, <laughs> mm-hmm. what happens is there is a connection between him and the people. It's a love that he's never found before, uh-huh. which plays in to the Joker that relates to Batman because Joker has the people at his back. And when Batman comes into play, Batman starts doing these things and the people start loving him, which makes the Joker hate so Batman. So are we frustrated that people start it wasn't him. like that the entire movie? I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out from Raul. No, I just think for me, well, no, no, no. Raul's a bit different. Okay. I feel like this is a young Joker that was almost yes. there. A dumb young Joker. I mean, yes. d- I mean we're, well, we're all dumb. He was dumb. not intelligent. Yeah. He, no. he yeah. did lack a bit of an... He yeah. lacks a lot Caitlin, of, a lot of intelligence. Yes. Stop saying yes. No, you're right, Desiree. He my lacks sentence. intelligence. I haven't finished my I'm sentence, I'm, motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I'm nodding <laughs> with you. You are on... Yes. Uh, yes. You don't even know what I'm about to say Yes, he lacks I intelligence. my sentence. You said that. <laughs> he lacks intelligence. He, yes, but you... Stop agreeing with me. You're not actually agreeing with <laughs> I me. I am. He... Oh, shut the fuck I up. I love it. Listen... <laughs> He lacks critical thinking, and I don't think that is something that necessarily he can develop at age forty. I do think yeah. I do think that he needs. There should have been an element of understanding. It was not. He was just more so broken and just feeling. Whereas I felt like there should have been more of a light bulb of like, now I understand how people work and I know how to navigate the world. Where he's just kind of falling into this role. And it's not as much thought. That's the beauty of it all. I, 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 no, I disagree. It's not. The beauty is that you guys feel very resolute that this, in order for this movie to succeed for you, he would have had to have this maniacal genius from the jump. I, no, no, no. Not the you movie to succeed. You, you the can, movie did succeed. I'm talking about the character development. At his age, you don't go from dumb to genius. Okay, he's not yeah. dumb. Don't do just, it. He can take... Uh, one, he can let's, take, let's make sure he's he not dumb. 17 he can take 17 and get 17 man, okay? master's courses. He is not a genius. That's fine. He doesn't have to be courses. a super criminal genius. Somebody just He does to be the Joker. No, to, to be your Joker. The Joker that you've accepted is a super genius. No, You still haven't answered the question, by the way. Repeat the question. He doesn't understand when people are laughing. Correct. What Those are social cues he doesn't have. That's the awkwardness. That's the beautiful thing no, about that's, it. That's also understanding and intelligence. No, no, like that's, no, don't, don't, that, that's not intelligence. Because there's people. That no, 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 that's intelligence. For you Wisdom to say that in order to understand social cues, that that's in correlation to intelligence is false. And I would I reject that that's, completely. No, you are calling it social cues. I am not. You just said that he doesn't know when to laugh. And that's a lack of intelligence. No, I didn't say anything about right. laughing. Cor- Continue that. So I'm still I'm still wondering what what makes the Joker Joker. You're but that's what I'm saying. Your I, what you have described as Joker is this no, what charismatic. Do you think the, Joker is? the Joker is a man who takes pleasure in things that other people don't. One, the question that this movie tackles that is very different than we've ever seen inside of an interpretation of Joker is that the Joker is mentally ill. Do you understand that most people who are mentally ill, a lot of them aren't aware of it. This man is completely in his faculties and is aware of his mental illness. All the decisions that he's make are not because you do realize that when people say, oh, I'm insane, it's a lack of understanding, conception of right or wrong. He's fully aware of right and wrong. There's a difference between being mentally ill and being amoral. This author Fleck is amoral. He's making very resolute decisions in everything. All the people that he kills, he does them very effectively with a purpose and he chooses not to kill. There's, 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 I can contend that the Joker that we see in Heath Ledger or with Jack Nicholson, they kill on a whim, whether it's right or wrong. 
Arthur Fleck makes very choice decisions on who to kill and who not. It's demonstrated in who we see with Greg. Greg, the little person who worked with him. You were always kind to me. I'm not going to kill yes. you. See, but, yeah, but again, that is that he is making a decision based on emotion. Every decision we make is on based emotion. on emotion and logic. No, it's not. No, that's not it true. is not true. And you especially, especially that. evil geniuses. Especially evil geniuses. Also, and evil genius doesn't make emotions on on uh, doesn't make decisions I, emotion and logic. Emotion and logic are two different things. Correct. Sir. You Don't use them to, both. He's using them both. Them. Oh my God! He's not. He's not using he, the he, he literally. He's like, I'm gonna kill you because you're an asshole to me. You made me feel like shit, and I'm gonna leave you alive because you were nice to me. Purely emotional. Hmm. And he and and it, and I would argue that letting the the logical choice a mad genius would make is to kill the little guy because he would go out and immediately spread that he just killed somebody, and he he might have never made it to the fucking Robert De Niro interview thing. So he should have killed him logically. Really? But well, emotionally, he let him go. Yes. Okay, well, uh, perhaps what we have here is something uh, I thought about after a chat, and I included it in, in my review uh, with my uh, friend Jeremiah of Misfits Unmanaged, who's a, a, a horror podcast and a, a theme park enthusiast. And uh, he Shut got up. me to thinking about the rule in geometry in which every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. So I, I extrapolate from that that perhaps you know every Joker is a madman, but not every madman is the Joker. Oh, of course, makes sense. I understand this. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to take us on a tangent, and if if it feels like the wrong thing to say, you can we can go in a different direction. But um, Colby, you said something that you believe that the Joker is somebody who takes pleasure in things that people don't. And I disagree. I, I disagree. Think, I think the Joker takes pleasure in things that people secretly take yes. pleasure in. Yeah. And, I and agree that's with this. why yeah. the people love him so much. And they can so, see so, themselves so, so, in him so, so and in his actions. I think that's a beautiful thing that Todd Phillips does in this film. We say that he's a madman, so are we all madmen? What, what's the distinguishment? No. You just said that he so takes we can, pleasure we can, in... We can keep it tame. We can keep it tame. Yeah. And also from learned experiences and empathy. Us. Learned experiences and empathy are very important when it comes to making decisions that don't hurt other people. So then we're mm -hmm. so really what you're saying that we're all mentally ill. I no, I I no, no I don't I no. disagree. I don't understand what you're trying to get no, at. I mean, you just said that, that you know the joker no, saying things that I, we want to say but we don't. Yeah, well, in human nature in general, I'm not talking about Raul Shamayu. I mean, in general society, um, there are a lot of people who enjoy dark things. Some people, it's, you know, um, I don't even want to go there. And it's part, part of your humane reactions that you have the hormonal, hormonal unbalance. That sometimes you enjoy seeing somebody getting killed on TV or in the movies. Because and the Joker is like giving yes, those people the freedom to go out and do it, exactly. which ultimately deteriorates the society, which is why when Batman comes in, people turn because it's like, we've tried this, we hate it. And we balance the case. And afterwards. now we see some guy who's, yeah. I think that makes a really good point to shift this, yeah. to, to, to shift the yeah. conversation. Do you believe that this Joker, this Arthur Fleck, Wanted to be a symbol for a movement. No, no, no. Again, do you know why? He, he's completely unaware of it. 
Yeah, he's not intelligent. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, you got to – the way that you're using it, unintelligent, like, you have to understand, because he's not – like, there's a lot of people in this world that don't – No, it's not that lack of understanding. He doesn't care. Yes, he's, it is. he's not political. Just because you're not political means you don't, you don't lack no, 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 understanding. No, no, no. He no, does. No, no. He very much cares. That's why he wants yes, to be an entertainer. Yes. He very much cares. He, yes, he cares. He's just not he, smart enough to know what he's doing. And the and how he could manipulate it to his advantage. But okay, he's he doesn't not, understand. It is not that. his goal. His goal is not to be. You're a, wrong. What do you mean it's wrong? You're saying that his goal in this film is to be a symbol for Gotham no, to no, be no. a. Pro, to, no, that's no. What I'm trying to. We're that's, that was my question. Joker. One of the things that the Joker. Joker does is he is able to understand people and know what they're about to do. Correct. What's it? So you guys are speaking about ugliness. a different Joker in another movie. That, that's the thing. Why, why are we so narrow with that? I'm not We're, finished. we're speaking about I'm every other Yes, Joker. so why are we so... The question... No, no, no. The question was this Joker. And you keep going back to, oh, well, he's not doing like what the other Jokers no, have done. No, the Joker is in so general. Narrow. The Joker in general, Colby. No, we're not... The, I mean, the question was not general. The, the, the question was this Joker. And we keep no. going back to, well, nope. he's no, not like... No, the question was, who is the Joker? No, 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 no. You, no. You, My you question specifically was... the only one that was, only wants to focus on this yes, Joker. That's the, that's the review. Your argument the review, is shaky. The review is... <laughs> My question, this Arthur Fleck, does he believe that he is a symbol? And I say no. That was, no, he just likes the love at the end of the movie. Oh, yes. He yes, doesn't. he likes that the love and adoration. He hasn't felt. He did not believe that his, his goal throughout, throughout the film was not to be this anarchist that inspires Gotham to burn. As Because he's not smart no, enough to do No, it's so. not about smart enough. He doesn't care. He's being shitted on the entire film. He finds out that his Ryan, mother has lied to him the entire time. Ryan, can and you chime in on this? proves um, that he cares. Of course he Ryan, cares. The, the, that's the thing. The, 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 any other Joker? Would I'm afraid I'll get hurt. No, there's no reason. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, I'm afraid of can you chime in on this whole, like, do you do you agree with what we're trying to say with the whole wisdom aspect and understanding I, how to manipulate people and yes I I I've been listening to everything uh, that is said and I, I and I'm not familiar with all the iterations of Joker I am not a comic book expert I uh, I haven't even seen all the screen versions of Batman because I largely miss all the one-off animated ones. But from from what I do understand uh, about Joker, regard until this one, regardless of any of the other Jokers, uh, he has always been even in the the 1960s. Perhaps he wasn't as strong of a character in the 1960s you know TV show, but there was still this idea that Joker was a mastermind, that Joker was a genius, that Joker was highly intelligent, probably more intelligent than you know, Bruce Wayne himself, operating which on is, a whole... Which is so important in order to yes. stand up against somebody like Batman. You can't Correct. just be somebody who just does not really And you are born with that. I'm not saying that you are born knowing everything, but you are born with a certain level of intellect. That's what you're... Your IQ yep. doesn't tell us how smart you are. The IQ uh, tells us what what is your scientific capacity for learning. And so, therefore, I have to agree with Raul that, yes, Arthur Fleck, if he was to be Joker, and I'm using air quotes for those of you who are listening. Well, I guess you can only listen. <laughs> um, that'd be, um, Joker is that... 
he had to have been born with a high IQ to be the Joker that is constant, that has been portrayed consistently through the years. And I don't see Arthur Fleck having those intellectual attributes that I feel are necessary to not be my Joker, to not be your Joker, to just be Joker. Hmm. That it that that it is a requirement. And what's a, what's and an to example stand of up that? against somebody like Batman? What's an example of that? Like the intellectual faculties uh, that one would need to demonstrate. Of that Jack Nicholson's well, Joker. He, he, no, no, no. Smart, wait, but... Talking about this story, oh, okay. there's not much that I think the director the director would have needed to do to show us that he had a certain level of understanding. It could be that he hides it. Or he could be suppressed by the, the, the audacious amounts of drugs that's been pumped into him that haven't been working. And the years sure, and years of trauma and grief of being the primary caregiver to, to somebody up, who needs to be given care himself. Yes, I, if, you, if, if you really want to take this as a standalone film, and I'm, we can, but we're trying to set up a character that is going to go up against somebody else. And in order for him to be a great match, to be a great battle, I think there needed to be a little more understanding on the Joker's part. I do really like the character, but I do think there needed to be a bit more there. Oh, no, I think we. I think we lost. No, I'm here. No, I mean, no. It's absolutely. It's absolutely. The, the thing is, I'm not going to disagree to like your, anybody's personal taste to say, you know what? I needed a bit more for me to believe that this was Joker because my idea of Joker has been this for so long. I guess I went in much more with a very just open. Show me a story, because what it sounds like, and what I've heard from a lot of people that talked about this film, if you literally just remove the name Joker off the film and you didn't talk about the name of the city being Gotham that the film would have then worked more, but that it was a distraction or a detraction to call him Joker. Like, oh, this couldn't be it. Um, I, I, I find, I, I find the argument to be a little... Is that the, movie, the movie's still missing some moments of levity. It was not good is, to is, keep the audience in a state of despair yes, and I just agree. darkness yes. the entire time. It did need some kind of relief, yes. There, 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 so, yes, there were yeah. moments of levity in the film in Arthur's eyes. I need my eyes. I'm the fucking <laughs> audience. <laughs> my fucking eyes. But this is oh, the one fuck about what Arthur Fleck thinks. I mean, it's me. I mean, when we look at when we, when oh, we look Ryan. at we look at films like Revolutionary Road or Blue Jasmine or just films that Blue Jasmine is a dark comedy. It is it is lots of comedy in Blue Jasmine. That's and that's why the beautiful thing. The works. entire point of this movie. He doesn't say what he agrees. And then I know. Because I know, you're not wrong. That's the thing. You're not wrong. I'm never going to say, oh, that's stupid. No, you're not wrong. What I'm going to... Stop saying yes and then disagree. It's that's not a disagree. Tactic. It's an addition. <laughs> that, that, that's great. It's not an addition if it doesn't go under the title. It's completely on its own no, thing. No, it's not. Because that's the thing. We can all have completely different vantage points about the film. The beautiful thing is that this entire movie is a joke. Todd Phillips... I don't, like you're right, Raul. I can I, I have no idea how WB greenlit this film because it is the ballsiest film that I ever could imagine. This meddlesome company that has messed up so many films allowed Todd Phillips just to have free reign to say whatever he wants. The entire film is a joke. One of the last lines of dialogue that we get from Arthur, he sits back and scratches his head. He looks at the uh, as at the psychiatrist across from the table, and he smirks. And she asked him a question. He said, I just thought about something. 
It's a joke and you wouldn't get it. That's the entire point of the film. The entire point of the film is a joke. It's to purposely stir these conversations because it's art and it is soul stirring and it's challenging us in so many, it's challenging us on, on exactly like what we are, like what we're asking ourselves, you know? Um, we are so resolute in saying this is this and this and that. Arthur even says it inside of that third act showdown between him and Murray. You people make up the decisions on what is funny and what is not. And this man has a sick and twisted way of interpreting humor. And the entire thing is a joke. Do you guys understand that this film is so ambiguous, what? it's not even real. It's all in his head. So, Colby, based on what, what you just said, everything you just said about Arthur Fleck and Todd Phillips, I think I would argue that the real Joker is Todd Phillips. Much more. <laughs> Then Arthur Fleck thinks he's a mad genius. You just said it. I'd agree with that he statement. He tricked WB into making this movie to spread this social commentary and all these different things, start a movement, start conversation, start riots, start fear. I'm like, hey, that's the Joker. He okay. is the Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> start fear. <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, no, no, you're, you're right. Um, I, I think he's saying that we're all the Joker. Um, I think that's a beautiful thing, um, and I think we've. That's a terrible. Statement. No, I mean we've all hinted at it, and I, and I think it's beautifully portrayed in this film. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. that um, we all see what we want to see. Um, sometimes we're not willing to take accountability for the ways that we can put people down who look different or sound different or act different. Um, and obviously, I, I think we've all kind of stated that there's a lot of responsibility and accountability that we have to take as an audience with this film. Um, and, and the ways that it challenges you and your theology, your theology on, you know, self, mental illness, what is the Joker to you? And, you know, and, and, and I, I think it's all great. Um, I know that our professor has to get ready to teach a class in the morning. So <laughs> I want to make sure that um, before we continue the conversation that we allow him a, a graceful final thoughts uh, to, uh, to leave us with. That maybe a more so that we can chew on to get into a little bit more, and then um, you know we may show up late for class tomorrow, but um, we don't want you to do that. No, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, thanks again for having me, and this has been a really uh, wonderfully dynamic discussion on a lot of what's been floating around in the Twitter sphere, as well as some um, uh, you know uh, new thoughts to put out there and discuss. I, I, you know, if, if nothing else. You know, this movie gives us a lot to talk about, and it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to do so. Uh, I, I feel that you know it is you know it is rich with a lot of uh, thought-provoking social commentary on our current state of affairs, albeit exaggerated. But this is a movie, after all. Uh, as the, the the as we can witness in IRL, the divide between the rich and the poor is growing uh, ever so rapidly, and we see that in this film. I think that this does similar things that uh, American Psycho did and that American Psycho used the self-centered, consumer-centric, self-indulgent late 80s to comment on late 90s, early 2000s culture. And I feel that this takes the early 80s, so like late 70s, early 80s lens to comment on our late 2010s, early 2020s. And so the choice to use the 1980s as a setting 
um, you know, works very well, not only because it's popular in American Horror Story 84, which is going really great, by the way, for those of you who are watching American Horror Story 1984, um, as well as uh, Stranger Things and more. Uh, but that was a time that was highly transitional for us as a country. Uh, if you think about it, the 1960s was very peaceful. Uh, not the end. I know that's, you know, 1969 is when a lot of things changed. But for the most of most of the 60s, very peaceful. 1970s, highly experimental. We see that in 1970s cinema. That's when we get a lot of blaxploitation, sexploitation, other exploitation movies. We get a lot of those movies in the 1970s because the 1970s was a time of experimenting with drugs, experimenting with films, experimenting with theater, a lot of experimentation. And uh, then uh, that launched us into the 80s, which the uh, early 80s, very much reminiscent of the 70s. But then we have the uh, bountiful uh, late 80s into the early 90s, and you know, then the, the rest is history. So I think, you know, cinema often is a reflection of reality, and, and it can help us kind of interpret what's going on around us. And so those are things that I think this film uh, did really well. And uh, it's just, um, you know, it's. Uh, a, a testament to how powerful a motion picture can be. Thank you, Kyle. Alright. You're the best. Did you say thank you, Kyle? I've been trying. This is Kyle. Right, I realized this. I'm only Kyle when I'm go-go dancing at the club. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was really thinking about Oh my gosh, Kyle. I thought you would have come up with a I'm... better fun name than Kyle, Ryan. Yeah, he keeps it simple. Yeah, I keep it, I keep it simple. That's a Kyle. That's four letters, so like it's easy to type it into somebody's phone. You like, like, like hit me up. So it's, uh, oh so it's, it's, it's just, it's just real fast. So is Ryan, yeah. though. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Okay, well, you guys have fun with the rest of the discussion. Uh, sorry to to cut it off, but uh, I gotta hit the shower and go to bed. Uh, but I uh, thank you for uh, working me in this evening to get to uh, join you guys for a discussion on Joker. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. Thanks, Professor. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs> like I, I, I think the mental illness conversation. I know it's something that it, it seems like you're passionate to like have discussed. Um, are we, we're, well, I think it's important to talk yeah. about yeah, because yeah, that's I'm, a I'm lot of what the about. film was about. Yeah. But we, I would say we are all on the same page that what it addressed, maybe not, I don't know, I'm, I'm not a, like a, a professional enough to know like if it handled the right way or not. I don't think you have to, I don't think you have to be a professional on mental illness to understand that we are, there's a level of responsibility mm -hmm. caring for the people around yeah. us. Okay. And when you don't understand what's going on with them, you, you, you should figure it out. And clearly there are people in this movie who are not figuring out, and some of which is their job to figure mm -hmm. out. And even if it's not to figure out what is going on, it's to come up with a way to help them cope. Yeah. But the person that he's talking to, the psychiatrist, clearly does not care, issued by the state, state doesn't, clear, doesn't care, government doesn't care. And I think that's, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that the director convey and it might not all be his fault it might be editing might be other things but i don't think that necessarily was driven home because we were so drained throughout the film that we weren't able to necessarily care for the character who is arthur fleck 
And I think if there was a bit more element, like if that girlfriend had been real and it made him, it showed him a little bit of a human aspect, because I think that was part of the problem is none of us could really relate to him. And there might be a few people, you know, who can relate to him. FBI, but you're, keep them on your watch. But you're trying to get a lot of people, like the mass audiences, to relate to him on some level that you care enough to care about mental illness. And I don't think that really drove home. Unless you're just, in general, a caring person. But I think that was what he was trying to do, was yeah. create awareness. And I don't think it's enough to just create awareness. You have to create passion. And I don't think there was any passion with the way that the story went. Yeah, and, and, and that means, like, like it could have been a, it, it could have been as simple as, like, as, like, making... His, his psychiatrist, somebody that genuinely Yeah, cares just about something. Him. Somebody. You know, and even if, if she has to end because you want to put that out there, like, there really just isn't enough uh, 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 that society's doing and, like, the government is doing to help people. Like she's this. a part, like, she's a part still... of the failure of the system, I'd say, right? Yes, but there needs to be some element need, that yeah, helps us. We need somebody that, that helps us, that shows that he is a person worth caring for yes and even she who is paid to to help him and pretend to care she does about his care. problems shows us that even she doesn't care his mother shows us she does yeah, not so care. there's nobody yet so, for us to put ourselves into yes. no no person for us to be like oh that's me i, the see, I the see like anything. this is what they see that is of value in him so I can take that, so, like subconsciously. There is there that person there is there, and that should have been the doctor, because easily you can make such an incredible moment from where maybe maybe there's like this this callback at the end when he kills that nurse or he walks out and you see the blood and oh he killed the nurse and like that's a callback to when he killed his doctor earlier in the movie. You know what I mean? He killed his doctor earlier in the movie. No, I'm well, saying, if, I'm saying, if, if he had, yeah, if he she had. genuinely cared, mm -hmm. and then he killed her because, because he still blamed, just like Robert De Niro, he doesn't see that Robert De Niro's character is playing a character. Like, I really connect with Robert De Niro's line when he says, "You, you know, you don't know anything about me." Like, it, and and I tr and I truly take that as being so this like. I'm actually a very caring person. Like, this is a persona I have to play on, on, on TV. Exactly. And, like, that's Even how though his it. entire goal was to get Arthur to, you know, to the stage to make fun of him. You don't know if that was... Sure, his sure. entire goal but was like, to make fun like, of him. But, like, it's so... The producers had so much, so much power, especially back then in the 80s. So, like... So, you look you look at that, and, like, that's how I... That, that's, I really believe that that's what the intent was behind that line. There's so much more to this, to the entertainment industry. And anyway, but, like, the same way... He could have misunderstood, like, he genuinely could have still blamed her. She tells him, like, listen, it's not me. I would love to continue helping you. But, like, I actually, my, we have to move, da-da-da-da, my family, whatever, whatever the case may be of why she can no longer treat him. Well, they said that the and state has says, no more money. You know what? You know what? She sure, does, she, yeah, sure, 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 sure. But he, she's somebody that genuinely cares for him. And he says, you know what? No. She doesn't care about me. She doesn't want to help me. So I'm gonna. I, take I would her. say, and he kills the her. commentary. And then at the end of the movie, you could do a callback that to thing. that. Uh, that 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 the commentary would have sorted that because that's the thing that's really unique about this interpretation of this madman is that those outside forces did not personally affect him. You know, we're like, oh, she let him down, and th but then where would.
would you put it, Kaylin? Because exactly. right now, there is no place for us to put ourselves into the film. There is no place for us to say, oh, he is a person. There is no place yes. for us to say, I should care. So how would you change it to make the, yeah. the, the whole point of caring about mental illness affect the audience? So, and, because and Raul was just is, making a suggestion. No, no, no. I, and I so think if that's you unique. say no to that, you make no, a suggestion. I, I think that's unique because there's moments throughout this entire film where I care for Arthur as a person. Like, I can point out... But the mass audience... Where? Where? What moment so, did you hear about? So one, in the, in the opening scene, when we're seeing um, Arthur in his day job as a sign spinner, and two, you know, this group of kids you know, come up behind him, steal a sign, and then they beat him up. You didn't care and like say, feel bad for him no, at that point? No. You have to understand, if you are, if you are an app... Like, if you are somebody who just cares, yes, you can... There are people who just care about people naturally. But you are trying to get mass amounts of people <laughs> to care for somebody who is doing bad things. He did, so but, he, but that's the thing. He, it takes a while for him to do bad things. But it takes it takes 35 minutes. That makes him human. He's doing nothing that there's nothing that humanizes him. There's not there's going to the store, caring for his mother. He's doing 35 minutes in this film yes, before he does anything mother, bad. The caring for his mother part was a little bit did it a little bit, but we needed more. There's only there's only one moment that truly truly moves you and it does what I think, what I believe a lot of us are saying and the people out there are saying that we needed more of. And it is that moment with the child. It is the only moment in the entire film that I truly believe. <laughs> the it moment? <laughs> you, you care about him. And you're just like, oh, yeah. oh, he's like, oh, I like this so much. He's a nice what, what guy. Child, well, I'm, I'm confused. What, what, which the, movie? The child that he's making. No, 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 no. No, the child on the bus. On the bus. He's making oh, the funny faces the to bus. him. And the kid likes him and the kid is enjoying it. And, and he gets shut down. That, which, like, which, let me tell it's you something. Which, like, let me tell you something. Yeah. He, he should have punched that mom in the face. Yeah. Okay, Joker. The fuck? <laughs> but also, I, I do think there was a little moment when he was dancing with his mom. But th we needed more of those. I mean, we I, needed more. You of guys it. are point. So when you're saying moments, it seems like you don't. At, at, there's very little where you see him as a human in this film. Well, yeah, he's too set apart because ma majority of people don't understand that level of mental illness. So you have to just make us care about him because we don't we don't have an understanding of what he's going through. So when he was brought inside of his uh, his boss's office and his boss is saying, "Where's the sign?" And we have seen him, the audience has seen him get jumped, right? Colby, I understand okay. that you love this character. No, I'm but just, I just, not I just have everybody. A, but I'm, saying, I'm asking you, able... I'm asking my minorities, my, my, my reporters, are you saying that in that you did not care that well, this, this guy is in a series of just shitty situations and you didn't care, like, wow, this guy is about to, he's getting in trouble for a sign that he didn't take. Sure, 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 but there's, there's a different. I have, a, I have there's, an example. There, okay, go ahead. In Super 8, he starts talking about how in his story, he wants to bring a wife into the story. Oh, yeah. Because he needs people to care about him when he is faced with death. If you show somebody who is running from kids and then is beat up, sure, you care to a certain level. If you had shown that same person doing something nice for a kid who maybe looks similar to them and like 
maybe they dropped their ice cream and he went and bought them another one and then you followed that yeah. with the same scene you would have another level of, of caring especially especially when it has to do not only with a villain but primarily with a protagonist that you are following in a yes. character driven film yes you need the audience to care on a level deeper than, just than, than, than me just caring. driving down the street and seeing that somebody got in a car accident and they're crying next to their car because you're just like, oh, my car is totaled. I'm just like, oh, that sucks. I really feel bad for that person. But that is a, that is very that's shallow yeah, caring. Yeah, yeah, that's right? That's a very shallow caring, which is the same reason why on the news, when someone gets killed, they don't just tell you, this person got killed and they leave it at that and move on to the next story. No, they show you the mom crying and telling you all the great things and, and how much she's going to miss. And then like, all of a sudden you're my, thinking about your mom. Yeah, and it's like, my, my son was a great kid and she's crying and you're just like, oh my God, his son was a great guy. I don't know if it's true, but you know what? She believes it is yes. true and she's telling me it is. So now I care about him that much more. So you see how you can take a simple scene and take it deeper just by doing something else. That is what we are talking about. Because he, the director, had a desire to make mental illness more aware because it is affecting a lot of people. Oh. Maybe not to the extent that it is affecting the Joker, which is why these other elements are necessary for the masses. Another, uh, another great example, another great example, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. She's mm. a very unlikable character. But she walks into the office of that that guy with the, that runs the poster boards, and she flips that bug over, who's upside down like a turtle, and he can't flip over. And she turns. It's so simple, yeah. and she it's the best moment in that movie for me, because I was like, wow, that's such she's, a simple. She's way a nice person, nice yeah. person, yeah, yeah. But she's a bitch. You know what I mean? So anyway, continue. <laughs> I love how ambiguous it is because we could think that. If we trust the story that he was adopted, he was beaten by one of his mother's boyfriends chained up to a radiator, and because of his condition, which is a, has a really cool interpretation on that classic Joker laugh, because of his condition, the mother, who was also, to his recollection, also mentally unstable, she didn't think that it was a problem because he was always happy. He was always laughing. He was never crying because he couldn't. So... He's mentally ill because of these harsh things that have happened to him, possibly. So because of this, un this, this condition that is quite rare, this uncontrolled laugher, well, in order to fix it, let's just pop him with pills, right? Oh, it, sure. so, so the pills are making him... We can go so, into euphoria if you correct, want so to. I mean, the, so the pill, but that's not the, the point but, I was making. True, but like the pills are making him ill. And then when he gets off of them, it's he's changing he's healing he's he's transforming that is possible but that still has nothing to do with the argument that we are making so at the end of the movie he is he is healed no he's 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 he's, he's he's himself i think he's found a way to cope with his issues yeah. that is unhealthy yeah. but sure caitlin yeah. but the, that's not the point we were trying to make we were trying to make the point that the audience did not care enough, and there were elements that could have been stronger, and you still have not said anything about that. Well, I can say, like I said, whether I, or not you I, agree I, I, or I disagree. I seem to be the only person out of the four of us that found dozens of points in the film in which I cared for him, and I, there's a but do there's you a stark difference. What I even said sure. about telling a story and then putting something in front of it to help you care. Uh, correct. Even I mean, more. some people some people need that kind of like that 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 lazy additional. That is what movies are for. 
Yes, but if I got it, then maybe it's different. Maybe I'm mentally ill. The problem is that the problem is that I, I and Kaylin, I genuinely believe this. I think that you would not feel as strongly about this if it wasn't named the Joker. Like I, I, I if it was just named some Bill from across the street. Like if that was the name of the title, and he really was just some random guy named Bill with a mental problem. Like you would not care about. You would probably be like, oh yeah, this movie was pretty good, a solid seven. You know what I mean? Like it's really well made. But like these are the problems I have. But because you care so much, you you went in with the bias that you already care about this character. You, the bias that I already care. I don't care. Who cares? What has I the Joker know, I done? Think the name of this no, no, podcast no, no. Should be called. What what, called what has the what has this? the character of the Joker done to give me care? He's okay, a, he's what a has bad guy. Suicide Squad done to deserve you liking it and thinking it's a good film? It has done nothing. I think it's a it fine film. I think it's film. It's, not, it's not. It's not a terrible film. I'll continue. I'll continue it's to terrible. prove that it's not a terrible film. Yeah, because you walked into it. I walk into every bias. movie wanting no, to no, like no, no, a movie. No, you don't. You don't. Every you don't. movie I want to like. You walk in and I think it's irresponsible bias. for any critic, anybody with a voice that wants to critique film, to say I want to walk into this movie ex- like hoping that I dislike it. You better walk into a movie hoping to like it. Okay, to wrap up, I really feel like we all agree that this film was good. It was really good. Yeah, it's really the, great. The cinematic elements of lighting, sound, music, acting, and even storytelling, though we feel like there could have been ways that it could have been a pill we could swallow a bit easier. Um, for the majority. A great choice of words. But I, I, I think we agree that you guys should go see it. It's a film that you should go see. And I think the discussion of mental illness is one that we need to explore more. We definitely are all fans of Euphoria, which yeah. is another um, great story that is trying to bring awareness to mental illness. Not only bring awareness, but bring understanding, which I feel... I won't get into it. But bring understanding... But if we could just get into some short final thoughts and maybe our um, report card. Sure. As I said, like this movie is still a masterpiece. It's still different. Uh, but it's all about the performance. Um, my rating is 8 out of 10. Raul? Todd Phillips really reflects a totally new muscle here. And he shows that he is, he is a director that should be taken seriously. Like, yes, I did hangover movies. But like this is another level mm-hmm. of, of of filmmaking for him. Um, this is this is it, it, it just he's really really stepping his game up. Um, I think it's brilliantly directed. I think the um, the cinematography is fantastic. The score. the the score is out of this world, um, and and of course uh, the performances are mm-hmm. are fantastic. Um, so definitely worth a watch. Definitely worth going out there. Um, I rate this, I give this an eight. Uh, and I've already said my spiel and I would give it an eight. Colby? Yeah, this film is one of the most fun and media's talking point kind of films that I could have imagined that I really didn't expect. Um, Obviously, all the techno elements, we've all said how incredible it is. Joaquin will be nominated, um, and probably at this point, he has become my front runner um, for lead actor Oscar um, for this performance. Um, I think that Todd Phillips will possibly 
get nominated for Best Director. I think the film is in very strong contention uh, for Best Picture. Um, we didn't touch too much on the commentary and the outside noise. Anyone saying that this film shouldn't be watched? Fuck that. Um, yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, um, did, did you guys ever hear? Lily should go watch did, this. Did, did any, no. Did anyone, did you guys hear the word incel? I didn't, I'd never heard of this word until like the commentary for this movie. <clears throat> what is incel. it? Incel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it has to do with uh, Involuntary with celibates are members of an online subculture who define themselves as unable to find a romantic or sexual partner despite desiring one, a state they describe in seldom. Um, that this movie would essentially like incite incels. It fucking doesn't. Um, anybody who would think yeah. that, and and all of these incel incel incels are people often referred to as people that could become uh, terrorists at some point. Yeah. Yes. Um, this does not do that, and I think it is um, it is disrespectful. Um, I feel like the the media outlets that are painting this film as being something like that, uh, go watch it and make up your own fucking minds. Um, this. What do you rate yeah, this? This movie is gorgeous. Um, I rate this a super duper duper strong nine out of ten. Eight point two five. Eight point two five. There's obviously a million things that we can get into this film. Um, additional talking points on the commentary. Where does this movie? How does this movie change the DCEU? Is there an opportunity for a sequel? Um, fan theories and stuff and maybe there's an opportunity for a part two discussion or maybe you guys are just gonna have to catch us on twitter um to be a part of our conversations that i'm definitely going to be happy and i hope that this this conversation with our guest professor horror ryan terry um inspires us to have but in order to do so you got to make sure to keep track with your favorite minorities wherever you find us but of course you follow the show on all the socials at m report pod on instagram and twitter continue to like subscribe comment and share make sure to leave us a review your thoughts on the joker what did you think did you love it did you hate it did you find something new and listen to us talk about it um of course leaving a review allows us to get better and be better so it can help us grow our audience and do more of podcasts like this climb up the charts make it easier for folks to find us as well of course i'm kobe mac you can find me at kobe told me on twitter instagram my man raul you can find him at the raul nevado on twitter <laughs> of course you can find our boy shama at muhammad shama on twitter and of course miss drizzy dre in the busy back doing her damn thing with her photos if you are not liking this page on instagram at ezra photo you're missing out you're missing out on the prospect of knowing what needs to be photographed, what needs to be kept, what needs to be shared, and she can be able to do it the best way. And of course, if you want to be a part of the show and you have a report, let us know. This is yours, Minorities Report. Peace.